whole integrity yeah. of bringing yeah. your past back to the to to defer you and like the spirits and with what god wants to do with you spiritually and your spiritual journey and your ministry and what he's called you to do and if the devil or anybody else or even yourself keeps bringing stuff back from your past just know that the tool that is used to bring that back is a lie hey i'm amani and this is elijah and this is the deeper waters podcast by Piscatus bros diving right into the waters right here <laughs> so essentially we are here to give some sort of gen z bible study you could say where we are here as gen zers and we are here to come to you and bring god's word we are gen zers we were we're, we're told off that we're stupid and <laughs> we might just be validating that point right now but anyways going into what we were looking at earlier we're just trying to follow that same call to be fishers of people or what we believe disciples simply you could call us piscatas rose what does piscata mean if you actually look at it piscato is the spanish word for fish and we wanted to create a name for being disciple makers being fishers of men and fishy dudes did not sound good <laughs> There's a difference between fishing as a lifestyle and fishing as a hobby. And when you're living to be a disciple maker, you're pushing yourself. But when you push yourself so much, sometimes you'll you'll eventually get to that state where you, where you just start doing it. Because what, what what would really happen if we if we were wrong? Nothing. But if we were wrong in the other way, man, what what, what would that life be like? 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 Welcome back guys. Man, it was so amazing to have brother Caleb on last week with us and we're so excited to be back just the two of us, the Viscados bros and this episode we're going to be talking about don't drag your sin along. Obviously, you you read the title and so what the first time when we were talking about this, I don't know why, but I just imagined there's an episode on SpongeBob and they had to leave town, SpongeBob and Patrick, and and I don't watch that anymore, and I haven't seen that in so many years. But as a little kid, for some reason, I watched it, and I remember they had to leave town, so they go and like they get the hobo, like they call it the hobo. You're leaving home, the little travel kit where it's on a stick and there's a little bag tied yep. to the end. <laughs> there's Patrick, and Patrick's like, I'm just gonna do this, and so he ties something around his whole rock home, and is like, I'm gonna try to drag this, and like that's just too heavy. You can't bring that along, Patrick. But to to bring that to something more spiritual than SpongeBob, which isn't <laughs> hard to really Sponge get. <laughs> spiritual but, SpongeBob. <laughs> spiritual SpongeBob. <laughs> I don't know if I want but, that spirit. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. But so many times we ourselves will will do that because when we do something, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it even kind of correlates with what they did. They did something wrong, and so they left. But in, in this case, what we're talking about is don't be dragging your sin along. You'll do something wrong, and there's that sin on your life. And so this episode, we're going to be talking about why we shouldn't drag that sin along in our lives. Why we should let go of that sin. I know the answer. And you what, look like what, Patrick. <laughs> you look like Patrick. I'm you sorry. Look I'm, like Patrick. That's you look you like Patrick. <laughs> I just passed the sound line that I thought I wasn't going to pass. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be quiet. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So going, try to 
be a little serious if we can today. And uh, our first scripture, Isaiah 5 and 18, this is the NLT version. It says, What sorrow for those who drag their sins behind them with ropes made of lies, who drag wickedness behind them like a cart. They even mock God and say, Hurry up and do something. We want to see what you can do. Let the Holy One of Israel carry out his plan, for we want to know what it is. There's a there's a lot to unpack in that, really. Just in um, 18, the first, where it says, There's sorrows. Uh, what sorrows are those who drag their sins along? They're dragging them behind them with ropes of lies. It, it's it's saying, you know, you're you're dragging the, the stuff that you don't even need to be dragging with you. You're, you're holding on to stuff and you're pulling it. And the ropes of lies, that's such a great a visual to really look at. And then it says, then even mock God and hurry up and do something. That's something. How many, how many times do right we now. do that, though? How many times right? do we, like, maybe not the drag your sin along, but like, yeah, yeah. God, are you going to do something? Like, and this is right. talking about the tribe of Judah. Like he was like Isaiah. Mm. Like he rebuked a lot of people, like a lot of them prophets. But he yeah. re- he was rebuking the nation of Israel, which makes sense, or really the nation of Judah, which won't yeah, go too much. Yeah. But still, Israelites. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, it makes yeah, sense because when Jesus came, they were mocking him, and they were like, mm. "We want a miraculous sign." I know the Greeks struggled with something yeah. else, and the Gentiles struggled with something else. But one of their greatest yeah. struggles was belief they didn't want to believe that's what hebrew is all about is faith because they didn't have it and that's why that yeah they had to go through some of the stuff they went through and exactly we need to make sure we're not like that but also we need to make sure that we're not bringing stuff along that's how how you look it literally says like you're pulling you have a rope of lies that's what that's what it yeah. is when you bring your yeah. sin behind you it is held together by lies. And I don't know about you, but I want to stand on truth. I want my life to be held together with truth. What I'm bringing with yeah. me to be truth. What a perfect exactly. description. A rope made of lies. Wow. And then they're dragging wickedness. That's that's what yeah. it is. And and if somebody else is trying to bring your past up, now granted, you're you're going to reap what you sow. I'm not saying like, oh, yeah. I'm getting you. You steal something, and the police come up to your house, and they're like you're bringing my past up. I came to the no. You're free <laughs> in the spirit. You're gonna reap what you did in the the cardinal. But that's <laughs> yeah. not this. But at the end of the day, you know, when you've gotten past something, and somebody tries to use something to be a roadblock to what God wants to do, not what you want to do, mm. but when God wants yeah. to do that's it done that's done why are you dragging your witness your wickedness on a cart a cart mm. full like not even just a little yeah. bit you got a whole yeah, cart, cart full yeah. <laughs> and you know this can really apply for more than one thing like for yourself and for other people like yeah what a sorrow <laughs> what a sorrow it is it, mm. it, it this is just a perfect visual like yeah of course yeah to describe it a rope of lies a cart of wickedness and then some of these people and think about it like I know some people might even do I know actually this kind of comes to mind too I was actually at this point in my life you know where I let some stuff catch up to me and I remember one point in my life and I I had a couple points in my life where different things happened and I was bitter with other people but I know there was one point in my life where I was struggling with sin so badly and I and it wasn't that long ago too it was like two years ago and it was and I remember I got to the point to where I wasn't even mad at people. I wasn't mad at, you know, church hurts, 
school hurts, bitterness. No, I was mad at God. Why? Because I kept letting the devil bring back old things that I used to struggle with and bring back old things. And I kept falling into different temptations. And I was like, God, why won't you take this temptation away? And then I'm like, you know what, God, you need to do something. I remember I gave him a deadline. (laughs) He didn't meet my deadline. So I was like, you know what? I think I might just, you know, I know you're real, but you're not doing nothing. So I about ready was to leave the church. I didn't do it. Didn't do it. Don't. I'm here, <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't end up well for me. I didn't really get into yeah. too much, but you have to have faith. And two, if you keep having stuff from the past that just seems to keep coming back, it's integrity. The integrity that is pulling that is made out of lies. So, yeah. I mean, of course, I do believe there are certain situations that need deliverance. But if there's something that is shackling you from your past. Call in the name of Jesus, but also exactly. the, the thing was, I was struggling with, for one, one thing is, this is a topic we talked about before, with temptation, mm-hmm. God will deliver you from sin and he'll deliver you from the spirit and he'll deliver you from evil, but we will always struggle with some form. You know, you may finally get over one thing, but you're always, whether it be food, whether it be something with the drugs, with sexual stuff, whatever your struggle is, it'll change over the years. Because as you grow in Christ, you're going to get over things. And then maybe your temptation may not even be a sin. It may just be a command that God gave you. Because as you grow, you're going to get new convictions. And then now your temptations may not even actually be quote unquote sins. But now it's like, am I going to follow through with this conviction that I gained? Am I going to follow through with the fact that oh, maybe this song is not good. And you know it, not just because somebody told Mm. you, but because you know in your spirit. And it may even be, unfortunately, a Christian song. It may even be something that claims to be a Christian song or somebody who made, secular, who made a Christian song or maybe even a Christian artist that made a Christian song. But that's just one example that it's not a direct sin. It's not going to technically send you to hell. But, you know, that temptation is always going to find a way to get to you. But we we can be delivered from that. But the other part of that, too, is outside of that temptation aspect is when you have stuff from your past, the only way it can come back to you is through a lie. The only way that it can come back to prevent you from what God wants to do through you is through a lie. It's a whole integrity yeah. of bringing yeah. your past back to de- to to defer you. And like once again, I'm not saying that this isn't going to prevent any consequences. We are going to reap what we sow. If you sow corruption, you're going to reap corruption. So that if you if you're getting that idea in your head that you're just not going to have anything in the flesh, you'll be you're you're you will be wiped clean in the spirit. Nothing. It's not going to affect you like that. But you might reap some stuff carnally. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in the spirit. So with what God wants to do with you spiritually and your spiritual journey and your ministry and what he's called you to do. And if the devil or anybody else or even yourself keeps bringing stuff back from your past, just know that the tool that is used to bring that back is a lie. And it's a heavy amount that it's pulling back. Yeah. But really, the issue is less about the wickedness. Like, I mean, that's the issue. But. That weight that you're feeling is from a lie. That gateway is a lie. That's that's just one thing that really just stood out to me. From that's, that's I, and I and I know we've been made this episode. Like we made this like <laughs> of course. I mean yeah. we planned it forever and then we actually got all the notes. But mm-hmm. I know just even looking at that, a rope made of lies. Like 
Yeah. It's a lie. If if that keeps coming yeah. up to you, that's what it is, and you need to speak yeah. the word of truth over that. Mm. And I like how you and to go back into something you said. You talked about when other people are are bringing that into your life, and you talked about those lies. And I feel like it goes another way too. And when you do that to other people, and I know you kind of made that, but we got to make sure that we're not doing that to other people because it's it's easy to do that. And when it happens to us, we're like, oh my goodness, they, I can't believe someone would do that to me. And it hurts, and it hurts bad. But so many times, because of how flesh works, we remember, we don't forget, we don't mm-hmm. have what God, God takes it out of his mind and says, I'm, ref- I'm just not going to, I'm not going to remember it. I'm going to let it go. And we don't have that. I remember if someone did something to me, as long as I was older than being like, I'd say nine years old, I remember everything perfectly since then i remember those things most of them so when someone does something to you you remember that and it's hard and you can bring that up and whether that's saying it to them or or that's just things you say to other people going behind their back which is like you talk tell stories like yeah i remember when we were this age that's just how they were we need to make sure that we're not bringing that lies in our own lives and we're not letting that come because then that cart of that we were talking about earlier of wickedness that's going to be us that's going to be the stuff we put in there for other people and we don't want that we don't yes. want those coming along with what we're doing so we have to be very careful but and that's that's, and, that's kind of like another yeah. thing too like i said it, it there's a difference between the carnal effects and the spiritual effects of that you're no matter what you did in your past if you get right with god that's not going to affect what he wants to do through you now like i said you're not just going to automatically not have anything to deal with but another thing what he said yeah. like you're pulling somebody else's wickedness like not even yours mm. there's a punishment yeah, you're for that. somebody and there's something bad yeah. i know somebody even describes it like this don't reach under what god put under the blood because you're reaching under through mm. god's blood to bring something that yeah. god already covered god already chose <sighs> to forget right god there, already yeah. chose to throw that away and you're choosing to bring it back up even though god said we're done with that that's what you're doing yeah so that's just a really huge thing do not drag your sin along like patrick you look like patrick (laughs) you look like patrick that's gonna that might be that might be on our instagram (laughs) (laughs) you look like patrick oh my goodness one of the stupid quotes like we had uh, (laughs) i still can't believe that (laughs) that was so I don't oh, I don't gosh. know where that came from but don't don't drag oh. that along. So yeah. just moving moving along, moving along. We have 1 John 1 John chapter 1. I almost said 1 John 1 6 7. 1 <laughs> John chapter 1 verses 6 and 7. And it says this. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So this kind of goes back to that topic we were bringing back up. We are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but we're living in darkness. I know a lot Mm. of people like to bring up balance and in a way, God is a not he's a fair balance. But God is yeah. not a balance between good and evil. He will make mm. sure that you get what you sow. That's what type of balance he is. 
but he is yeah. not the balance to where I'm just as good as I am evil. I'm a yin and a yang. I'm mm. a, you know, half good, half bad, you know. No, that's not what type of balance. You are either yeah. all the way hot or you're all the way cold. There's no lukewarm yeah. area. There's no lukewarm. It, and Absolutely. like it says here, we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, which is light. Jesus is light. God is light. And we yeah. live in darkness. We can't have both. Mm. It's not possible. Yeah. That principle is not possible. And it's through that lie that we think it is. Just like it's through that lie that we think we could take the darkness from our past and break it in. That we could think that we could bring the yeah. sin, even though we were delivered, that we could go back mm-hmm. into it. And I, I know there's so many debates. And really, there's an there's a easy way to solve this whole debate about salvation. Because some people want to say that it is when you believe you're saved. Or it's when you get baptized when you're saved. Or when you get the Holy Ghost when you're saved. And really... That's when you, you're born. Like, you're saved. Mm. You start salvation, really. That's a better way to say it. Yeah. Because yeah. when you believe, then you start to follow the commandments. So, yeah. I mean, there may be debates on if you start the process and you didn't make it all the way to a certain point. That's a debate for another day. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. the thing is, so many people get wrapped up in all, whether it's when you believe in Jesus or whatever, and... And, you know, I have my belief. I believe, you know, if you're listening to this, this is what I believe. Get baptized in Jesus' name. Get baptized in the name of light, the word of God, Mm -hmm. and receive the Holy Ghost, which is a light when this is what we're talking about here. It says when you have Jesus living inside of you, it is a light. It is a treasure that you have within Mm. you. And you need that light because you can't. And there's a difference between when you are baptized and when when you get the Holy Ghost. And the Holy Ghost is that light. The baptism washes the darkness out and the the Holy Ghost is what that light yeah. is that helps us mm. overcome the darkness because you can't do that without the Holy Ghost. And I, I wasn't going to hit on that, but I, I just had to <laughs> throw that in there. Amen. But we Amen. must make sure that we ha- keep that fellowship with God because we cannot have both. And so many people, they get this light and they think that they can get the Holy Spirit and live any kind of way. Or they think just because they have the Holy Ghost, because they have the Holy Ghost, they're never going to struggle with sin and they're never going to struggle with temptation. No, you have the power to overcome temptation, but you have to make sure that you are committed to having your mind renewed every day, that you are living a lifestyle mm-hmm. of repentance, not a lifestyle yeah. of sorrow. It's a sorrow to people who continually have to, you know, bring their past along with them. Repentance is not a lifetime of sorrow. And I'll I'll keep saying this. I'll say this every episode. Repentance is not about saying sorry. That that may be a part of it at one point and whenever you fall. But repentance is about a lifestyle. Repentance is simply an action of turning to God. So and really, when you're turning to God, you turn. And you're connected. Mm. You turn and you have that light shining on you. But if you turn away, you're facing the darkness. Mm. And that light is shining on your back. But if it's shining on your bike, Mm. you know, it's not going to do nothing for you, you know, because you're not even looking towards the light. You're not looking in the path that is illuminated. Yes, it's a narrow path. And no, it's not going to be easy. But we need to make sure that we maintain that connection because Mm. no matter what, you're going to have to continue progressing eventually you're going to get to that stage where you, you do get you do believe you do repent mm-hmm. you do get back but then mm-hmm. after that you know you keep repenting you keep getting yep i know somebody described sanctification as this it's not just about being pure but it's another way of describing it outside of being pure it's a continual deliverance mm-hmm. because you're going to continually be purified you're going to continually every time a thought pops a thought pops up in your mind immediately purify it immediately 
Like it needs to be mm. immediate, and you know it. It takes. It may take time. I'm not gonna sit up here and act like you're gonna come to the Lord and it's just gonna be. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, like I, you know, feel like you know I'm never gonna struggle again. That's not what I'm saying. But you have mm-hmm. a weapon, but you have to choose to utilize it. You have to choose yeah. to walk in truth. I love how it says, "If you believe this, you are not practicing the truth." practice practicing the truth automatically will eliminate it if you're walking in the mm-hmm. truth which is jesus if you're walking with jesus in the fear of the lord if jesus is living inside of you and you are utilizing it because it even said it says in the bible that you can quench the holy spirit and that you cannot listen to it so you can have it and still go to hell now it'll depart mm-hmm. from you when you go to hell i'm sure but yeah you know when you while you have it on this earth and while you still have breath you have a choice to still obey it it's not like a possession now if you have a demonic spirit that that spirit's going to use you god is just as polite when he is inside of you it's just being open to let it operate because he's not going to force you to connect with them like he he has connection in you and he he gave you a gift that's going to give you other gifts he gives you a gift that may have you prophesy he's given you a gift that may have you heal he give, gave you a gift that may give you wisdom when you didn't have it so that gift is going to yeah. keep producing but only if you know you stay connected to it and, you know there are mm-hmm. some gifts you know that are without repentance but at the end of the day that gift of salvation you have to mm-hmm. maintain that you have to keep it you can't just set it down. You can literally set mm-hmm. it down. That's the thing. People want mm-hmm. to debate about that. And mm-hmm. we, like we said, you cannot drag your son along. If you walk and practice the truth, that's what it comes down to. It's a truth versus a lie. Practice mm-hmm. the truth. That's already gone. That's already gone. Yeah. I, absolutely, man. That was that's powerful when you really just sit there and talk about how God is so good. He doesn't, he didn't have to do, he didn't have to let us just put our give our sins to him he didn't have to he could have let us sit in it he could let hey if you sin you're not going to heaven he could have made that he could have said you know what anyone that makes a mistake you make you make a mistake you don't get to do this but he knew how we were he gave he gave us that free will and um i was going to bible college talking about the idea of free will and how it's kind of funny and this is Obviously, everyone has their different thoughts, but as I was thinking about it, free will. God is a good God, and yet sin is in this world. How did that happen? How how do we how do we get to sin, and how do we let evil things come from something that is good? Because if we think something's absolutely good, they can't create something bad. Mm-hmm. And I believe God is all good. So if God's all good, how do you get sin into this world? And so we were talking in a class and and this was an amazing point that somebody brought up and and I'd have to say I really agree with it that free will was a good thing we as humans decided to let sin into this world God created something that's good because because you know free will is good it's not bad God as a a, um, an omniscient being said you know what I'm going to be a good person I'm going to decide you know what I'm going to let them they don't have to serve me that's a good thing he did we as humans decided we're going to let sin into this world. And yes, that was Adam and Eve. But to be honest, I think sin would have eventually entered into the world because of our human nature of free will. Because I believe somebody would have messed up. And so now that we sin, and it's good to blame Adam and Eve. Yeah, we can always say, man, dang it, Adam and Eve. Why did you have to do that? Like all it was was a fruit. But let's be honest. Who knows how long they were there? And they could have been there for, we don't know. 
And so maybe they didn't eat it for a long time. But eventually, you know, <laughs> they're like, well, we've done everything else. Okay. So, and, and yeah, I, I, I want to go, you're stupid. Come on. Come on. But hey, it happened and we got to move past. We got to move past right. Adam and Eve. Okay. Uh, this actually, we have to start taking blame. Yeah. This is interesting that you brought that specific thing up because I just listened to a sermon this morning just talking about Adam and Eve. And it, it, it kind of described, you know, how. You know, even like he made a whole. It, it wasn't about this topic. I'll, I'll just make that clear. But yeah. he was talking about like different, like the relationship between men and women and stuff like that. And he was talking about like how you could really trace the insecurity of a lot of women and the fail of a lot of men all the way back to Adam and Eve. A lot of mm-hmm. women, when you get married, for example, they just want yeah. you to be secure. They want you to be able mm-hmm. to cover them. That's part of the reason why we have to do that in the Bible. It's not about I'm a dominate. No, that's not what mm-hmm. it's about. Now you do lead. Yeah. You do lead the home. And it's not that she don't have no yeah. opinion. But at the end of the day, you that's your goal. That's you're supposed to cover her. You're supposed to make sure that yeah. that serpent doesn't worm its way into your home. That's what he likes to take advantage that way. But also this really goes back to both Adam and Eve. They both did this, but it, God really blamed Adam a lot for this stuff. Yeah. And it was, he couldn't take responsibility. She didn't either. And yeah. if they would have practiced truth, I'm not saying they wouldn't have gotten punished, but God was not happy because they couldn't even tell the truth. Then what made them think that they could lie to God? Like what, mm, how bad yeah. of a state do you have to be in? But that's what you look like. This is yeah. we've been doing this since the beginning of humanity, and we blame them. But that's us not stuff, taking yeah. responsibility. We're literally doing yeah. what Adam and Eve did in the garden because we fall into sin, and we're like, if Adam and Eve would not have Eve, exactly. I'm gonna slap we, we you them, because yeah. you bit that <laughs> apple. But then again, you're right. not taking responsibility because she blamed exactly. the serpent. So really, exactly. why are you getting mad at Adam and Eve when you could just get mad at the devil and live right and then not follow the devil to hell? Yeah. That's what you could yeah. do. That's what. It's, that's what. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and and really, it's just about you. You got to get it out of yourself. Um, and actually, leading to the next scripture, we're gonna be talking about it. But it's truly about just eliminating to get away from sin. Really, is getting it completely out of yourself. And you have to you have to cut it at the root. You can't just keep trimming it down like hair. You can't keep trimming it down. I have a unibrow, okay? I grow I can grow a unibrow if I do not <laughs> wax it. And I'm not gonna use a razor and it keep I, I I will yank it out because I'm like I don't need to look like that. Oh. I, I, I don't need that going against me, okay? <laughs> but uh, it's in First Corinthians um, chapter five verses five through seven it says then you must throw the man out and hand him over to satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed and he himself will be saved on the day the lord returns your boy your boasting about this is terrible do don't you realize that this sin is like a little yeast that spreads to the whole batch of dough get rid of the old yeast by removing the wicked person from among you then you will be like a fresh batch of dough made without yeast, which is what you really are. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. I like the explanation of the yeast. You have to take it out. You can't just, even a little bit, it will grow. A little bit will go a long way. And so many times, and going back to what you're saying, we 
we do we let sin into this world as as humans we mess up we make mistakes but when we let that grow in our lives sometimes we don't notice it sometimes we'll just be like you know we're just going through your day but you're doing little things at a time you're putting little seeds where that sin can grow and we don't notice it because we're not paying attention to it and we need to make sure that we're living lives where we're paying attention to that we need to make it every day we go even if you didn't notice when it was planted that night you go god open up my heart show me what i've let in show me what's coming my way help lead me and um I was going through a class just this last week and there was an amazing, um, we started the class and they just started talking and we just all started praying and, um, it lasted, it was a two hour class literally for over an hour, 45 minutes. We were just praying and I'm not in person. I'm online now and I got to just sit there and I was praying. And I just felt God saying, make sure you're on the right path. It wasn't that I'm going and I have a really sinful life and I'm going down the wrong thing. But God's making sure that he's saying, hey, don't forget about that. Don't forget. And actually, um, I believe it was for me to give to people. And I've given to a few people this week that I felt led to give it to. But to remind people that we cannot let our lives go down the wrong path. These little seeds that enter our lives, these sins that were, it'll grow like the yeast we cannot let it get into our lives because it does grow fast. It's like the weeds. We They use the yeast here, but weeds, they'll grow and they'll keep growing if you don't cut them down and out. You have to get them completely out. Make sure because those little things will lead you to the wrong path. And I love the example he used earlier because when you're facing God, you're connected to him. When you turned away, you're towards the darkness and the lights behind you. When you go down a different path, you're not facing towards the light. There's a shadow being cast. There's there, The light is not on your face. You're not heading towards the cross. That visual, in my mind, scares me. It's like, wow. The light is not shining on me for God to see me. He sees part of me. He sees portions of me. Whether that means I'm going completely away from the cross and he sees behind the back of my head. Whether that means, I'm oh, I'm just starting to slowly get away from the cross. So he's seeing part of my face. He's seeing, I'm giving him part of me, but I'm not giving him my everything. And that mm. that was an amazing oh. visual he said earlier. So yeah, absolutely. Wow, wow. And I really like what he said just about how we we really need to remove like everything it's not a haircut <laughs> like you said yeah. it, you have to totally 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 remove it and i know even here it talks mm-hmm. about removing that wicked person among you hmm. mm. wicked person so <laughs> just going back to that it talked about you remember that wicked cart we were talking about mm, yeah. what about that wicked person who's breaking that cart what about mm. and i know we especially in the 21st century church love Love, Jesus, Jesus, love. I can't hit that note we'll give it from that song. Concert. Old song. But anyway, you know, cut that, cut that real quick. But anyway, no. But we, uh, we, but the thing is, for one, we we love with a worldly love, and we want to give that to Christ. Two, if you look at God's love, God's love chastens. God love has a lot more discipline than it does the love that we want to have. A lot of times we don't always want what we need. And one thing that God said he will do is he will chasten those who he loves. And right here, I know like this is an example for a congregation. If you not only do you have sin, 
you know, that you need to get rid out of, of your own life. But maybe, you know, for you guys, um, whether this be in your ministry or in your own life, you know, because tying this into discipleship, if there are people that, you know, not talking about people that you're working on, I'm talking about people who are in the way. There, there's a time. I know there's another scripture that talks about delivering somebody into Satan, somebody to Satan, which is extreme. <laughs> I know it's really extreme, yeah. but mm. sometimes that's the love that we have to show, not just for them that they learn that no, we're not accepting that. Like, yes, we want to be in unity, but if you're going to use another spirit, then you need to go. Now you can come back anytime, or if you want mm. to. Uh, now I'm not saying you know you're struggling with sin. But I'm accepting my sin and I'm going to be around you and I'm going to tell people that you're, no, no, you need to go because that's going to spread like yeast. And I know I actually, I was, sometimes it's interesting. I really like how we said too, like about the path and to open our eyes, you know, pray for revelation. That's one thing. Cause the thing about revelation, it's a little bit different than knowledge. Revelation is eye opening. It's like, you don't just know, but you can see that's, that's a little bit, that's a little bit different. You can see in faith what is actually going on it's a little bit more than just mm. knowing the reason why so ask god to open yeah. your eyes to see the path are you going the right way because the devil the thing is he has a veil of confusion and when you sin for long enough it says that your eyes are blinded and that you'll be running mm. you, you become reprobate it talks about in the last day that god will give people unto a reprobate mind and that people are going to be blinded by satan they're going to have a spirit of worldliness mm-hmm. on them and they're not even going to know yeah. they're going to have a spirit of deception on them. So ask God to remove that, lift that up from you because that might be for some of you and to open your eyes, to give you that spirit of revelation, to open your eyes so that you could see not only are you mm-hmm. on the right path, like Elijah said, because he felt that, yeah. but also yeah. are, are there people that are trying to guide you off the wrong right path? Are there people that are trying mm-hmm. to, pull you or to plant evil seeds inside of you or any open your eyes to the full sip because there's some people that seem good but then it's like oh 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 no no but the thing is you have to you really have to have the holy spirit to have that insight to make sure that you are really walking not just with him but everybody you're surrounded with you're walking with and i know i actually was I know similar to what Elijah said, like sometimes it's Mm -hmm. like just an idea. And sometimes I've even had a lot of whole, like there's lessons I've made like for P7, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's like, get your notepad out. Like, and it may be something (laughs) I used like that week. And it may be something I used like a couple of weeks from then, but it's like, I already know the like a a lot of the lessons that I made. I didn't, I I cannot really say that I made them. Like, it's like, they just come and it's like, like it's literally, I hear in my mind, get your notepad out. And it's like, and I'm like, what on earth? But I know one thing, just an expert yeah. excerpt i won't tell you like the whole lesson but i remember i wrote yeah. this down in there and it's like you know we we sing songs you know he picked me up he turned me around but when you read in isaiah there's a there's a passage where <laughs> it talks about how god threw the vessel on the ground and he broke it and then he remade it he didn't just turn it yeah. around so sometimes yes it's gonna be nice but sometimes it's going to be yeah. a little bit of an ugly scene. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's going to be, instead of he picked me up, he turned me, sometimes it's going to be like, he picked me up and slammed me on the ground. I mean, I'm being real with you. That's, that's how sometimes, that's how it's going to be. You're going to get slammed sometimes. Sometimes you're going to yeah. get chastened, but we have to learn to not mm. despise that because when you're breaking, your bones are going to heal. This is something that I wrote down. Your bones are going to heal. Yeah. The wounds in your flesh are going to heal. But the thing yeah. that came out 
it's not yeah. coming back. Mm, that's powerful. But that's right only based on your love, because Jesus' love mm-hmm. is free. Because he's going to chasten those, both who he hates and who he loves. He's going to chasten those mm. who are living right and who are living wrong. But the difference is, if, yeah. if you love God, all things are going to work together. And how do we love God? There's only one way he says to do that. To perfect your love for him, it's to keep his mm-hmm. commandments. And if you keep his commandments, you're not only going to love him, you're going to love everyone. Yeah. So that's how you prove you love him. So if you love him, then when you break, you're not going to stay broken because you're going to be moldable enough for him to take you to back together. Because sometimes, you know, you got to break it up even more. And sometimes you just got to throw it away. Sometimes you got to throw some stuff away. And I pray that that's not me when I get broken because it's Mm. inevitable. You're going to have seasons of brokenness. But when I get broken, I pray that I have the love in my heart and bitterness does not prevent Mm. God from not just breaking me down, but to build me back up. Because some of us get stubborn Absolutely. and bitter, and we don't let God build mm. us back up. We get broken. We're like, mm. I don't want to hear from you anymore. And we stop yep. right there when his goal was not just to break you. His goal was to break you so he can remake you. Yeah. And but you want to stay broken sometimes. Yeah. That's that's the love that he shows us sometimes. And there's a scripture about it, and it's not for, this, not for today, really. But it talks about not despising yeah. chastening. Don't despise mm. when jesus disciplines you it even talks yeah. compares it to a father's love or a mother's love you know you know when your parents you know sometimes you know you may get a whooping and sometimes you may get grounded mm-hmm. you're not gonna like it but then when you look back and you see somebody screaming at walmart you're like okay <laughs> i needed that because i'm glad i didn't look yeah. like that because that looks really look bad like <laughs> but it's not in the yeah. moment that you notice that it's afterwards but i mean maybe we can get to a point to where it's like Oh, in those moments of pain, something is actually happening. Mm. If I praise the Lord right yeah. now, I'm connected to him. And that's what it's about. And the other thing, too, what he said, it's all about walking in truth. And the truth hurts sometimes. But Jesus is mm-hmm. love, but he's also truth. He is the way, the truth, and the light. If we have if we have him in us, we have light. If we have him in us, we have life. We have light. Mm-hmm. We have the word that is in our hearts mm-hmm. we have truth we have love it's so many things packed into one thing but we have to be connected continually connected i'm over here doing the sign language we've actually done a couple <laughs> sign language you sign and forget i uh, sign and connect uh we're actually going to be teaching some sign language lessons he's better than me though i'll, I'll put that out there he is better than me <laughs> but anyways well, we just have to... <laughs> but we need to stay connected yeah stay connected absolutely to God and walk it's truth it's really what it comes down to are you walking with the father of truth or the father of lies mm. yeah that's what it comes down to because the father of lies mm. is going to keep you chained to your past but yep. the father of truth is going to pull you to your future mm. there's a difference absolutely there's absolutely. a difference and mm. in Galatians f- chapter 5 and this is a little bit of a passage here Galatians chapter mm-hmm. 5 verses 1 through 16 it talks about the freedom that we have in christ this is the reason for the connection so i'm gonna pick up on verse one or did i, I did you read this one did you read the last no, one no, 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 okay no, no. yeah you're good I, I just you're on the right one like, i don't want to take good. over this <laughs> all right. no you're good all right so in verse one it says so christ has truly set us free now make sure that you stay free stay free and don't get tied up 
another song that talks about don't get wrapped up, tied up, tangled up. Don't get wrapped up, tied up, tangled up. <laughs> That's in a your good sin. song, dude. <laughs> but anyways, now make sure that you stay free and don't get tied up in slavery to the law. Listen. I, Paul, tell you this, if you are counting on circumcision to make you right with God, then Christ will be of no benefit. I'll say it again. If you are trying to find favor with God by being circumcised, you must obey every regulation in the whole law of Moses. For if you are trying to make yourselves right by God by keeping the law, you have been cut off from Christ. You have fallen away from God's grace. But we who live by the Spirit eagerly wait to receive by faith the righteousness God promised to us. For when we place our faith in Christ Jesus, there is no benefit in being circumcised or being uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. That's so interesting how that all correlated. And there's even more right here. Verse 7. You were running the race so well. Who has held you back from following what? The truth. Who has held you back from following the truth? It is certainly isn't God, for he has called you to freedom. This false teaching is like little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough. I am trusting the Lord to keep you from believing these false teachings. God will judge that person, whoever he is, who has been confusing you. Dear brothers and sisters, if I were still preaching that you must be circumcised, as some say I do, why am I still being persecuted? If I were no longer preaching salvation through the cross of Christ, no one would be offended. I just wish that those... Who, those troublemakers who want to mutilate you by circumcision would mutilate themselves. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use this freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you're always biting and devouring one each one another. Watch out. Beware of destroying one another. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. There's a lot, a lot mm. to unpack in there. And I know the first thing I want to bring <laughs> up for people who haven't read the Bible and it talks a lot about circumcision. I know some of y'all are like, what the heck? That's nasty. <laughs> no. So... When we were bringing up the people who were Judaizers, um, which th that's what they called them um, in the New mm -hmm. Testament. But we talked about this is the same pe group of people who were looking for a sign. They also were trying to bring people back into bondage. What does that mean? Were they mm -hmm. trying to bring them into obedience to God and Christ? No, they were bringing them into a hypocritical law. That's what they were doing. Mm -hmm. A lot of these Pharisees were hypocrites because nobody could keep the law. And keep in mind, this law goes beyond the commandments because Jesus came to fulfill the law for what it really meant. So some things he went deeper into and then some things people twisted. So he was like, we're not we're not doing that because this was supposed to mean this because it, there's a lot of actual meanings. You know, there's some things that were supposed to do one thing, but over time people started faking it. So he's like, since you're faking this, we're going to do away with that. Yeah. But here's the real issue. 
For example, some of these Pharisees, they wanted to be saved by being in a lineage of Christ. They wanted to be saved by keeping old traditions of being circumcised, which was supposed to set them apart. There was nothing wrong with that. But at one point, that was to set them apart. But they made it into, I'm saved through this and not through you. I don't want to hear you because I'm doing this. That does absolutely, mm. means absolutely nothing at, in eternity. Absolutely. It means nothing yeah. in eternity. At, in this dispensation, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. But we need to make sure that we are following Christ and that we're not following anything confusion. We're not following these people who are bringing confusion. That's exactly what it said they do. They bring, they're bringing confusion, you know? So Mm -hmm. we need to make sure that instead of doing this, that we are living a life of what truth and love, this is how we are righteous. And it also says not to bring your old way with you. Your freedom in God is not for the purpose. Your, your freedom is not, any kind of freedom it's freedom from Mm -hmm. sin not freedom Mm -hmm. to sin and to maintain this freedom we need to make sure that we are striving to follow after the commandments of christ and the best way to say this i know some people like to argue about the law christ Mm -hmm. didn't come to do away with the law he came to fulfill it like i just said so even going beyond that topic of circumcision and what that meant he Mm -hmm. came to tell you what it really meant the purpose of this was not only to show him that you can't do it, but two, there are some yeah. stuff that we, we are still commanded to do. Now, instead of, mm-hmm. for example, here's another thing that was in the law. Yeah. Now we're not commanded to not just have adultery. We're commanded to not look at people in lust because this is what, exactly mm-hmm. what the Pharisees would do. They made all sorts of things. If you look at some of the things of their Pharisee religion, you would see how twisted some of it was. They had ways to get around and do sin that they couldn't keep. They would go all yeah. the way around the circle, but then still condemn somebody else who was trying to live right. But the whole thing was they thought they were able to be yeah. righteous on their own. But we need to realize that we're not able to be righteous on our own, but we're not going to keep living in unrighteousness. Now that I've been set free, I'm not free to sin. I'm free from sin. And that's that's what it comes down to. Do you want to be free to sin? Because if you want to be free to sin, I can let you know right now, you might as well stop following Christ. But if you want to be free from sin and free to live Amen. a life Amen. of true freedom, yeah. then you have to be submitted to God. You have to yeah. e- make an effort. And I'm not saying you're going to be perfect. That's not what I'm saying at all. But what I'm saying is you need to make an effort and not drag your sin along not drag your if you are entering into a new covenant the old covenant passes away and that's exactly what happened with the law and that's exactly what's happening with your life mm-hmm. the way you used to do things is not the way you're going to do them now when you mm-hmm. enter into a new season of your life it's not the way you're going to do it in the old season i know i heard somebody compare your christian walk even talking about some of these friends may have the friends that I was talking about earlier or some of these people or some of these things, Mm -hmm. they may have helped you at one point. They may have helped your Christian walk. I've even heard of a pastor who had a great church and they brought Mm -hmm. somebody to the Lord and then they left the church. You don't want to keep that Mm -hmm. pastor in your life. Now, of course you want them to come Mm -hmm. to Christ, come back. But at one point they were used and they talked about, you know, even there's some people who are going to do God's work and not make it. There are people who are not going to have the right spirit about doing God's work and help other people not make it themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's something we need Mm -hmm. to apply to ourselves in in our walk, that we are being in full freedom, not bringing our own sin and not bringing other people's sin. And if people are going to try to bring sin, whether it be their own sin into the church or bring your sin back into your life, 
you need to take them out. Mm -hmm. They need to go because they're trying to bring you back into the old when God is bringing you into the new. And ultimately, we're striving to get out of this earth and to get to heaven. Yeah, That's what we're striving Mm -hmm. to do. But we can't take our flesh with us. We can't take our old way of doing things with us. We can't take our riches with us. That's why we're preparing for that. Yeah. But we, th- some of us really think we're going to drag this along, and you're not. You're, mm. you're, 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 <laughs> yeah. I remember I saw this uh, YouTube video. Um, I don't know. It wasn't a YouTube video. It was an like Instagram ad. And <laughs> there were these little kids, and they were rapping. It sounded so terrible. They were offbeat and everything. <laughs> but they were like, you're really not. You're really not. You're really, 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 really not. <laughs> it was so goofy. Like, it was terrible. I was like, and it was like, boom, boom. And they were like way off beat. Like, it was like, <laughs> they were little kids. Like, they were toddlers. And I was like, your parents embarrassed you for the rest of your life, bro. But <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> anyways, amazing. but that's really what it's like. Like, you think you're going to take that? You're really not. Cue that. Cue that song. <laughs> because you're not. You're not taking it with yeah. you. And if you think you are, you may just not make it. Because if you let, if you're dragged by that, that's going to drag you to hell. Because the earth that we mm. know, one day is going to go up in flames. So if you're tied to things on this earth, that's going to tie you to the fire that's coming to the earth. The judgment that's coming to the earth. Mm. But by me getting rid of my earthly possessions, you know, not saying that you just need to live like a vagabond. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying if you have to, so be it. If you have to give this up, if I have to give this friend up, if I have to give this device up, if I have to give this money up, so be it. Because I am letting go of this earth. I'm letting go of my past. And I'm letting go Mm -hmm. eventually of this life to be in a better place, to be in a better place. Absolutely. I I definitely agree. And as we're coming to our last scripture, what what you said is so important. And tying this like like we try to tie this always to being a disciple maker that's why we created Pescados Bros and I think we can tie this in by making sure that we have conversations like this I think so many times we don't it's hard to talk to someone especially when we're talking about sin sin is not always an easy topic to talk about when you have a friend when you have somebody that you're trying to bring to God you want to tell them yeah don't do these things but when you actually want to sit down and have that conversation like they come to you and they say you know what I'm doing this 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 and this and I'm dealing with all this stuff those aren't always the heart aren't always the easiest conversations but we want to we want our friends we want the people that are looking up to us we want them to know the truth like we know the truth and so we need to make sure that we're, we're explaining all of this to them. And whether that's, hey, go listen to the Piscatos Bros podcast because they talk about it really well. Or or you do your own research and we always advise that you do that. Make sure that you're speaking to people about this because this is it's so important and it's not always talked about. I know we've had a few other episodes about sin and we do. It's such an important topic that we want to make sure we do it every once in a while because it's it's different ways. Of course, we're not talking about the same exact stuff, and we're talking about dragging along sin. But it's important, and it's a, it's a conversation that you need to have. And yes. honestly, it, it really it really help you too when you help somebody deal with what they're dealing with, like problems. I it, it helps you too because it gives you a sense of like, well now. Because maybe you're helping them and, and you deal with another problem. We're like, well, you know what? The advice I gave them can help me now. 
It'll, it'll renew me and be like, well, you know what? Actually, I need to listen to those words that I know it says in the Bible because I've helped somebody else out with something. You know, it does say this in the Bible. I know that I can stand on this and I'm going through something. And in our last scripture in 1 Peter 4.19, it says, So if you are suffering in a manner that pleases God, keep on doing what is right. Trust your lives to the God who created you, for he will never fail you. Wow. That, that's, that's important. It says, if you're suffering, but it's for good, keep suffering. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep keep going through that pain because it's important. It's not going to always be easy. God never promised us it would be easy. But eventually sin is going to lead into suffering. Sin is going to lead into ways of pain and hurt. Why not go through the suffering if it means we're going to bring more glory to God? And it says here at the end, for he will never fail you. This world, all the sins that we're dragging along in our own lives, all the things that we pull along that we're saying, well, you know what? I got to keep holding on to this because this is, I can't get away from it. And, and, and we think with these things, we need them at times. We'll be like, well, I just need this because I, I, I'm nothing else without this. This is who I am. They're going to fail you. Those things that you hold on to of this world that you're dragging along with you and you think you can take to heaven, like you said, you can't take anything with you. That's that's money, which <laughs> I have very little of, so I, I, I probably it. will not be bringing anything. <laughs> but that, and that's objects, but that's also the things of this world. That's the sins. That's the things you're getting into. You cannot bring those along. They're going to fail you, but he will never fail you. He will never leave your side. He is there for you no matter no matter what. He saw all the sin that you he died on that cross for you. He saw the sin. But he said and Peter knew it. And Peter was with Jesus and he said for he will never fail you. I think I think that's I think that's so important. I think I think that's the most important thing where you can come to is wow. just realizing that he's never going to fail you. Wow and ouch to what Elijah just preached, <laughs> brother Reverend Bishop Elijah. Oh, he said, suffer, ouch, ouch. Mm. But sometimes that's what it is to mm. live a life of love. And yeah. all, and it ain't always easy to, to live a life of truth. <laughs> oh, I can tell yeah. you right now, I've met a lot of, that's why I'm not friends with a lot of people. I mean, I'm nice yeah. to everybody, but that's why I can't be friends with a lot of people because I need somebody to yeah. tell me, brother, you are wrong because I'm mm. wrong a lot. <laughs> Trust me, I've made some I get that. stupid I get that. stuff. Yeah. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but you need to have the honesty because mm. that that's why it says iron sharpens iron. That doesn't, that don't feel good. That don't, mm-hmm. that don't feel good, but it's needed. Because it's similar to the way we love each other, similar to the way Christ loves us. And no, it's not the same level. No, it's not the exact same thing. No, we don't have the same authority as God does. But we follow yeah. God. There's a lot of things that we do that are very similar. And and no, mm-hmm. we mentioned this earlier, um, but you have to maintain this freedom. The mm-hmm. disciples don't just publish word and the word. And this is what we're trying to be. We're trying to be disciples. Mm-hmm. They didn't just publish the word. They practiced it. Serving God requires discipline. 
That's what a disciple is. It's not freedom to do what you want to mm-hmm. do. It's not freedom to do what you want to. That's yeah. actually a satanic term. That terminology, yeah. Jay Z got it from a satanist. So, mm. and that's that's not. Yeah. I've even heard Christian songs that say, do what you wanna, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wait a second. Wait a dang minute. No, no, we, right. that's actually not good at all. But right. it is freedom from sin, not freedom to sin. And I really mm. like what he mentioned earlier. It's just talking about, you know, we, we talked about, you know, making sure that you don't have bad people around you. But if you have good people around you, even just a pastor mm-hmm. or somebody to trust, sometimes yeah. we're dragging sin along because we have nobody to help us cut it off. Maybe you do need to confess to somebody. You know, I'm not talking about no Catholic priestly. And I, I don't. I'm. I'm a. Yeah. I'm a say it on record. I do <laughs> yeah. not believe in the Catholic Church. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. It's yeah, it's heresy, and I I can talk to you about it. Yeah. But there's you just do your research. But I can talk to you about it. But I'm not talking about no weird confessional booth, and I'm not saying that somebody can forgive your sins. That's not the point of that. Satan loves when you're in a secret place because sometimes you might be dragging that sin along and nobody notice. I mean, eventually it's going to be noticeable, but you may be doing something and you think you're alone and you may feel alone and some people may not see it. But now I will say, you know, I'm not just saying go up to anybody and just tell them all you, everything you're going through. But if you need help, yeah. get help. You know, you it's okay to confess to your brothers and sisters, you know. It's okay to mm-hmm. you know, I'm not saying you know you need to have a whole confession service and you need to just tell everybody <laughs> everything about yeah. anything. I'm not saying that. Now if you if God tells you to do that or you feel like you need to do that, go ahead. But I'm saying what I'm trying to say is don't let Satan trap you in silence. That's what he likes to do is to trap you to where not only you don't declare over your own life, but that you don't have people praying for you. He wants you to think Mm. that you're going through this alone. When many of times you have about four or five people who did the same thing you did most of the Mm -hmm. time. You have about about four or five people who did the same thing you did. And even Mm -hmm. if they don't, don't be afraid to confess your sins to God. Don't be afraid to confess your sins because that says, I don't care what I did. I don't care what Satan did in Mm -hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. I said it and it's done you can quit bringing it up now because they know about it yep. you have nothing to hold over your head because that's what he holds over your head is mm-hmm. I did this and they don't know about it so I can't do that yeah. you know what fine then if they mm-hmm. if you know if it's still if that's the only way you're getting dominion then I will speak the truth and I will mm-hmm. tell somebody if you, if I must you know I'm not saying that yeah. you're always going to have to do that you know I, yeah, I will say you know you don't have to just tell anybody anything but I will say, you know, if you feel like you need to confess to somebody, you're you're probably not going through your struggle alone. That's what that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's Absolutely. coming to the truth, coming to the truth, and it, it don't always feel good. It may build accountability, but it's needed. It's necessary. It's necessary. Many times it's necessary, but just make sure that you don't drag your sin along, and that you walk in freedom. And that you just make sure you're, you maintain that freedom. Don't be Patrick. <laughs> Don't be Don't Patrick. Be Patrick. <laughs> I feel like that's like the end of a motivational the way I said that. Don't be Patrick. <laughs> no, but for real, don't drag your son along. You, you, yeah. you, you're, you're, it's held by lies. It, it's a cart mm-hmm. of wickedness. It's a weight. God's yeah. weight. 
God's burden is easy and his yoke his yoke is easy and his burden is light. I almost there you go, that. there you go. And <laughs> I know I, I I don't know if I mentioned this this last episode or, or recently, but I know God even put this in my heart, similar to what he talked about. Like sometimes God gives you a word and it's not even for you. Cause sometimes it's like I've been mm. thinking about this and you just say it in a conversation and somebody's like, I needed that. So like, oh, yeah. that wasn't for me. And I remember yeah. God really put on my heart, you know, talking about his his yoke is easy you have to be sensitive because you can't have darkness and light so if you have darkness you're not with the light if you have light you're not with the darkness but the thing is it's easy to walk out of light it's not easy to walk out of darkness though because you can't see where you're going when you're in darkness it's heavy it's heavy yeah but light you can walk out of that easy but you have to be sensitive to stay in it you have to intentionally stay in it because it's it's hard to intentionally walk out of darkness. Now you can call yeah. on Jesus' name and you know and stuff like that. But it, 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 let's be real, it is harder. You have to have the will, and some, your flesh may not want to do it. But you have to, you you have to have to have to turn to Him. You have to make sure that every pocket of leaven, every pocket of sin, you you have that gone. Every evil connection to sin, whether it's through friendship, whether through it's through a subscription service that you have, TV, streaming, whatever that little leaven is, I pray that conviction will fall upon you right now. If you can't think of what is holding you back from what God wants to do to you right now in the season, yeah, I pray that your eyes would be open right yeah. now, that you would see what is it that's been holding you back. You may not even know that you're dragging something along that you're dragging something along but I pray that God will open your eyes and that you would see and that you would walk in the truth yeah absolutely and thank you guys so much for listening and uh, if you get anything out of this don't be Patrick <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 be carrying your sen- don't be carrying the heavy load carry that light load don't let the things of this world drag you down don't let that sin drag you down and we love and appreciate every single one of you that listen. And we've been doing a new format on our Instagram in the last several weeks. We've been posting more and more to try to get more involvement. And we know that we we just we love having this and we love this platform that we get we're we're blessed. We thank God that we were able to be able to talk and there's actually people listening. And we were just just a few days ago we were looking at the stats and just what is actually coming from our podcast it was it was really amazing to get to see that and we just really appreciate every single one of you that tune in every, we're having we're having listeners we're at least having one person listen every day and that's that may seem small to somebody but that's an amazing accomplishment if there's someone listening that means what we're doing means something and that's that that really means brings value to what we're doing but it makes us really feel that god is leading us and directing us where we need to go we thank you guys so much for listening and god bless god bless